more accommodating than a riot on United. It is the latest episode <laughs> of the Firmware Update, episode oh, 190. I'm one of your hosts, Captain Malcolm Spinetti, and joining me is my <laughs> co-pilot, Joe Garcia. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, that's like the least appealing you've made us sound. <laughs> well, we're more accommodating. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, time to reaccommodate this news. Hey, we don't overbook here, buddy. There's room oh. for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. That 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 was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Joe, how you been? I've been pretty good actually. This has been a banner week for your boy. Really? Uh, yes. On a number of fronts. Um I mean, because, yeah, last month was terrible for me. Oh man. Oof. March was March was a bad month, but April has been the polar opposite, Malcolm. Wow. Okay, well, well what good stuff's happened to you this month? Well, um the release of Persona Five was a big deal that, that, for me. That's uh, been pretty good. I'm pretty good. It was like in 15 minutes, I already thought it was better than Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about that game in the news a little bit. Put Uh, that on the back of the box, by the way. (laughs) 15 minutes better than Mass Effect. Oh my god. Um, Yeah, I've been playing the fuck out of that game. Oh my god. Uh, I already uh, to like give you an idea where I am. I haven't had as much time as I'd like to playing the game, so I just made it into May. Oh man, I am hard into June. I just started June. I'm hard in there. Uh, so so yeah, I, I've already you know I just uh, beated. I just beat. I beated. I just beat the first boss. Which uh, if there was ever a first boss. Like, uh, this guy, we, we should give an award to this guy. This guy was, like, the most I've ever wanted to beat a boss in my entire <laughs> life. It was like, oh, this guy needs to go. He needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the writing of the game, for the, yeah, like, I would say, really good. Like, the characterization of everyone so far has been really solid. And I I really like all the, the characters. Like, Ryuji, he, he's just awesome. I love Ryuji. <laughs> Uh, and uh, those persona feels they they come out of nowhere. Like oh, one day I'm just hanging out with Ryuji, and I find up all this background stuff. I'm like, oh man, oh, yeah, damn. man. Oh. Those social links they'll get you. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I'm digging it. Uh, it's very, even though it's similar, it's also quite different from Persona Four. Just you know, simply being in the city setting this time around, as opposed to the country setting. And, right. and I'm enjoying the heck out of it, you know, without going into full-on review mode. Uh, yeah. As, as of, you know, uh, if you guys have a choice to get it, you should probably get it. I'll just say that much. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I imagine you've been playing the heck out of it. I, I was ahead of you for, like, maybe one day. Yeah, but then uh, I had some, some time off, and, yeah, I went ahead and just steamrolled right past you, I think. That's the spirit. <laughs> That's what I did with uh, Zelda and uh, Horizon. <laughs> like the first, I went on vacation. the The first two three days were like, no, it was the twenty eighth. So first four days, it was like literally all Horizon. Then the Switch came out, and it was I played a little bit of Zelda. Then I went back to Horizon. Then you told me how to switch the jump button, and then I was in Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I. I completely am with you there on that that idea. Too many games though, still. God yeah, damn. seriously. Like I have like I have a giant backlog of games that like I haven't even bought yet, but like it's a mental backlog because it's all games that I really really want to play, and they're all going on sale, and it's super tempting to get them, even though like I'm not going to play them for God knows how long, and I'd rather have that money in my bank account. <laughs> I, I can understand that feeling. I, for I, food. 
<laughs> Seriously, though, if you get one game, I, I would. I still highly recommend Resident Evil Seven. I had su- such a blast with that game. Uh, yeah. Set. At this point, I have to see if it's a red box or something because it might be cheaper that way. Yeah. <laughs> you you could actually beat that in a weekend if you if you like focused and had like the time off. You could easily do that. Oh yeah. If you're not a chicken shit, also that helps too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll probably yeah um yeah I could probably get through it in a couple of days. Um, and it would cost me like six bucks plus tax. So there you go. Uh, you may not want to play it in VR mode. I don't have a VR. So well, there there you go. Step ahead of the game. Uh, by the way, for those wondering, no, that's not me slamming the VR mode. It's fucking terrifying. That's why. <laughs> seeing that all in first person, seeing Jack grab you by the goddamn head. Oh. <laughs> all right. Now this. Now that was only April fourth. What else has been happening this month to make it such a landmark month in the life of joe garcia oh well um baseball started up again and that means that the cubs are playing again and that means that uh, this week uh they had their first home games which means that they had two ceremonies one to raise the championship banner another to present uh, their championship rings to to the team and uh yeah got a little got a little dusty in the room uh, on both occasions you gotta tell uh, your roommates to stop uh doing using wood and getting <laughs> wood chips and stuff uh, like I was able to go to the first game, I got lucky. My cousin had an extra ticket because his 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 brother uh, ended up having to like study for an exam like a fucking chump, <laughs> uh, and I was able to squeeze in there. And uh, yeah, it was good. And then it was the, cold opposing, hell, but... the opposing team nailed him from behind during the ceremony with chairs, spray paint the initials of their city. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Like in> Dodgers! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Uh, what but a it was miscarriage nice. of justice this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but it was nice. Like with the banner ceremony, like they, like the whole team took turns, like raising the flag up, pulling the cord or whatever, which was nice. Uh, and then on the second day, they did the ring ceremony, uh, which I didn't go to. I was, I was watching it online, and um, yeah, that was really nice. Like the, the rings are like enormous as championship rings are, but like they're, they're very, they're surprisingly tasteful uh, because. Championship rings are usually huge and gaudy, <laughs> um, but I like these. They they like they actually got rings for everyone that was employed by the team, including like stadium staff. Oh no Which, shit! Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I was like, holy shit, that's a, a lot of people because <laughs> there's like a thousand like in between like obviously the players and like the the front office and all that shit. Like that's you know like fifty people, but then it's like oh, and here's like a thousand more. <laughs> Imagine if you're just helping out at the stadium over the summer and, you know, just cleaning. And then one day, oh, thank you for your hard work. Here's a, here's a ring. <laughs> yeah, here's a $2,000 ring. What the fuck? <laughs> or $10,000 ring, I guess. I don't know how much. It, I would guess it's like I would at least, you, you'd be, that's a steal at 2000 I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about what they said the rings are made out of. And like, oh, yeah, that's probably like a fraction of what it actually is. Yeah, Joe actually sent me a video of all the goddamn work that goes into making one of those. Uh, Good Lord. They put 108 diamonds in that thing, one for each year that the Cubs didn't win the championship. <laughs> Just <laughs> a reminder. <laughs> which is a pretty nice but hilarious touch. <laughs> like, man, wow. the Yankees must get, like, the blandest rings then with, like, two diamonds. <laughs> two diamonds. <laughs> each one. Those hook. Man, we need to start losing. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't nearly as nice. Uh, and then they got rings. They even made rings for a couple of Hall of Fame players that, like, passed away over the last couple of years that like went their whole life obviously playing for the team and never making it oh. and like spending like the rest of their life basically like so like working for the team in like some capacity and you know obviously they just never got to see it i was like oh man 
And then they showed off those rings, and I was like, oh, no. So what they did, just, like, dig them up and throw it down the hole, or? Yes, Malcolm. They they, they exhumed the corpses of two legendarily kind people <laughs> and hey, just touched garbage in the hole. Hey, if I was them and I was dead, you throw that goddamn ring in my coffin, all right? Man? <laughs> We're going by Egyptian rules here with my <laughs> No, they, they encased the rings and put them, uh, I forget where. Like, they just opened a cup store uh, across the street. That they they like the this fucking ownership is like rebuilt like the whole neighborhood. Oh, like wow. they bought they bought like they bought the McDonald's that was across the street and like tore it down and they're like building a hotel on top of it. Uh, <laughs> Take that like, McDonald's. <laughs> I think they're gonna put a McDonald's in it when they reopen it. But <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it's gonna be like two years without a McDonald's in that spot. Um, oh, yeah. Like they like they've got they built like basically each side of the stadium across the street like three sides of the stadium. Uh, they got they basically bought out and rebuilt. Uh, so like I think they opened, a, they opened a cup store this year with the with the season opener. I think that's where they put the rings on display. As one does when you own the Cubs. <laughs> so, it's like man, they it's crazy. Like this ownership has turned completely turned the team around in like every possible way. Like the Tribune, the Chicago Tribune, the newspaper used to be the one that owned the team, and they just didn't give it half a shit to <laughs> to do anything with the team. Like I actually read an article like a few years ago that like. Like how exactly they're running the team into the ground, and that made me mad. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" But yeah, that's number two of things that are are going Joe's way. All right, uh, what else you got? Uh, finally, Malcolm, uh, and this is the most breaking news. Uh, I I haven't even told the people that this will be the most pertinent to. Okay. Uh, I got a new job. All right. Yeah, yeah. So when I go to work later today, I'm probably going to have to go tell my manager and supervisor that. <laughs> How many um, desks do you plan on flipping? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll, I'll play that by ear. You, you know what you should do? You should arrive in a suit, pretend like you're going all corporate, shake your boss's hand, and then start ripping it off. Like, I ain't going to do this shit. <laughs> then stun him right there. <laughs> So, so where are you going to be working at, bro? Uh, I'm going to be working at the Renaissance Hotel, um, not too far away from where I currently work. Um, it's actually just going to be like an extra like eight minutes on the train. Um, it's going, it's so I'm still working in downtown Chicago. Actually, um, I'm actually going to take the same bus. Uh, it's only going to be a few extra stops, but yeah, it's it's going to be pretty good. Like the pay raise there uh, is like insane. <laughs> I imagine it's going to be full time. Yes, yes, it is. So, so what are you going to be doing exactly? Uh, help desk or <laughs> no, no, I'm going to be working in banquets, meaning that I'm going to be like running food back and forth between like the kitchen area and like these. Oh, so like, oh, shit. like a waiter, not a waiter. Uh, Cause I'm not actually going to be wait, like, like running. Cause I mean, there'll be like catered events, you know, like I'm not going to be going. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So like, I'll basically just be grabbing the food and putting it like on a table for people to grab themselves. And, and don't take this the wrong way, but that pays more than Best Buy really. Yes. Actually, it's insane how much more it pays. Okay, what's the name of this job? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa. It's, uh, a, it's like not a concierge, but what, what is it called? No, it's uh, I'll be a banquet back aisle assistant. Banquet back. Okay, I gotta start reading <laughs> up on this shit, man. Because uh, going with the flip flop here of months between me and Joe, uh, m- last month was really good for me. Uh, you know. Obviously, had a week vacation, so that helps. And, you know, I was able to get the Switch with Zelda, with Pro Controller. And, uh, of course, I got a Horizon Zero Dawn. So, aesthetically, it was all right. And then, you know, 
course, uh, was able to make my quota and all that. So, hunky-dory. This month, it's been Deadsville. Absolute Deadsville over at Cricket Wireless. Like, like most of my days just sitting on my ass getting paid per hour, which sounds nice. <laughs> but trust me, when you have to sit there for eight goddamn hours, it's it gets a little bothersome. Mm. On top of that... And I don't know if I've mentioned this to you, but there is currently a scare that our store is going to get shut down. Yes. I, we just, I don't know if we discussed it on the show, but you and me discussed it. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, and Joe's actually seeing the effects of this, too, or at least was seeing the effects of this, excuse me. But uh, pretty much all retail jobs out there are figuring out, hey, if we just get a bunch of part-timers, we don't need <laughs> full-timers. We don't have to worry about benefits. <laughs> and even better, let's close down a bunch of our stores and just have it be authorized dealers because we don't have to pay for authorized dealers. They have to cover their own garbage. <laughs> right. And that's what we and that's sort of where it's been going. Four stores have been closed down in the last three months. Damn. Yeah. And luckily, we have the highest volume out of all of them. We, some of them, most of them, we actually beat them by like three times the amount of activations. So we do all right. However, our lease is up in June. And... uh we're going to find out this uh, Monday. We're going to have a store meeting, and the area manager is going to come in, and she's going to announce once and for all what the plan is. Oh, damn. Yeah. No pressure or anything? Yeah, no pressure at all. <laughs> I've already said multiple times, if if uh, if it, the store shut down, I'll just take that as a sign from God to finally get out of the retail business. <laughs> to do what? I don't know. But... Uh, <laughs> I've sort of been doing the same thing for 10 years, so or yeah. getting going on 10 years. So, it, spiritual journey time, baby. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm 35. On a spiritual but... journey like Homer. <laughs> the chili. I just watched that episode a couple days ago. Yeah. So <laughs> Find your soulmate, Homer. <laughs> but how? I, this is just a memory. I cannot give you any new information. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, but uh yeah, so I'll have to figure that out. So right now my 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 emotions have been going all over the place. On top of that, I had to bring my dog to the vet and I was all worried about that. Uh or Parker, which is uh my white pit bull lab mix. He's this a dog I don't know. What's that? Is this a different dog I don't know about? I uh, just I just had lucky. I never told you about Parker? Oh. No. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. What the <fuck> is Parker? <laughs> Okay, well, <clears throat> about a year ago. Uh, <laughs> a year? Yeah, we've had Parker a long time, dude. <laughs> we need to, like, Skype or something more often. I'll show it to him. But, uh, you know, Sandro was always, like, joking, like, maybe we can get another dog for luck. And I was like, fuck no. You know how hard it is to get an apartment with, like, two dogs? Because at the time, we had three cats, a dog, and two shooter gliders. So, Finding apartment apartments were a pain in the ass. So, like, after a year of having Lucky and, you know, like, sort of falling in love with the thing and getting all attached to him. And the thing with Lucky is, you know, he's, like, this big muscular dog. And he wants to, like, you know, play and do physical activities. So, like, there would be times where he would just start barking at us because he'd want us to chase him. So we would have to get up and chase him around the living room for a little bit to appease him. <laughs> so one day... I was thinking about it, and I'm like, you know what? If we got, like, one more animal, is it really that different of a pain of an ass, <laughs> the ass as opposed to having one less animal? It's still going to be a pain in the ass regardless. So, 
So I was telling Sandra about this, and she didn't waste any time. Of course, she was like, okay, he's up for it now. Let's do it <laughs> before he has a chance to think. So we went like that day to pick up a dog. And for whatever reason nowadays, Sandra wants me to be the decider of uh, what pets we have. Like, uh, I chose Cleo. She, according to her, I'm the one who ultimately decided to get lucky. But for the record, the choices were <laughs> get lucky or he gets put to sleep. So <laughs> a little, It's a little skewed. Yeah, she, you know, we were, like, talking about it when she rescued him. And she's like, honey, if you want to bring him back, it's it's up to you. But just so you know, I already called, and they said it would be his third strike. So whatever you want to do, Malcolm. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I ain't a goddamn just... monster here. <laughs> so we go to the pet shop, and uh, I go in to look around. And we were hoping to find a, a dog that was a little older, the sort of, you know, mature lucky a little bit and calm him down essentially but you know let's not make any bones about it. we were essentially getting lucky the most expensive toy we could get him so i was looking around and there were some really cute dogs there unfortunately quite a few of them had like surgery recently like for heartworms or something uh-huh and they couldn't really be active which if you're going to be around lucky you're going to be active that's the long short of it um so I found some that are running around. Some were actually, like, running along the windows. Because they actually had, like, big spacious rooms to hang out in. It was actually pretty cool for a shelter. And then one day, then one day, then as I was walking around, I look over, and there's this single white dog who's just sitting on his couch. Like, he's not <laughs> giving two shits about anything. He's just relaxing, like, staring out a window. And his name was Parker. I know this according to the little trading card they had. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool thing. Like, all these dogs had, like, trading cards with, like, you know, their bio and uh, then their background information. They're like, hey, I'm Parker, da-da-da-da-da. And uh, I was <laughs> looking at him, and then finally he notices me, and he looks at me. And we just, like, look at each other in the eyes for what feels like a, a good minute. And then he just, like, calmly walks over, and he just sits in front of the window now looking at me. And then he gently stands on his hind legs and put his paws on the window as if he was trying to reach out to me. So I take my phone, I take a picture of him, and I say, hey, how about this? Now, the interesting thing about Parker, um, and this is where the violins will start to play a little bit. Here, <laughs> um, he, he was a res He's a rescue dog, obviously. Uh, his previous owner wanted him to be a guard dog, so they kept him chained outside. Like, it was, like, v very old school, like spike in the ground attached to a chain and he had and the chain was wrapped around his neck and he never went inside he just stayed outside in this backyard all day then one day uh, the owners moved and they decided that poor parker wasn't good enough at his job so they did the very very classic bastard move of we're just gonna move and leave the dog chained up outside oh god <laughs> yeah which thankfully you know some neighbors realized that he was still out there and <laughs> the neighbors hadn't come back in a while so they called animal animal rescue so uh so you know long story short you know he was he's otherwise healthy but you know he wasn't attended to which we'll get to in a second and uh he has a lot of separation anxiety because you know his owners up and left him so right yeah so it was fun <laughs> i it, could see that yeah yeah so it, it was funny <laughs> and I apologize to the video game enthusiasts listening to this, but I love my dog and I can actually go on for a bit about him. But, uh, you know, when we first got him, we didn't think we were going to get him because we brought Lucky there, obviously, to see how they get along. But it says right in his trading card, hates he I hate other animals. <laughs> cool. So 
but he seemed friendly enough. So we we're like, okay, let's bring them outside together. They get along great. If not, then I guess we'll look around some more. And from the second that uh, those two dogs were let let go out in a in the lawn, it was like they were brothers. They were just playing, running together, wrestling. Not not vicious, but you know, just like playing around. You know, like like even uh, one of the caretakers there was absolutely stunned because you know we've seen it since then. Like if he sees another dog and he gets scared, he will like lunge at them, and uh, he's never penetrated skin or anything like that. But he'll like bite. It's so, but you know, not with Lucky. He he loves Lucky to death, <laughs> and so they they played around for a bit and. Um, after they played around for a bit, we were like, okay, let's see how we get along with him. So <laughs> the caretaker took Lucky out, and we went to a room with him, and all he did was look around for Lucky. So we're like, so after a while, he wasn't even, like, noticing or acknowledging us. So we're like, well, we're more or less getting him for Lucky, so I guess this is okay. He'll just be the one who doesn't care about us at all. Now, <laughs> this is before we knew all about the backstory and all that. So we bring him home, and I'm not shitting you, Joe. They wrestled for 12 hours straight <laughs> like they just like they had like the longest iron man match i've ever seen in my goddamn <laughs> life like into the afternoon into the night all night long we're like we went to bed to them just going arr, arr, and just like wrestling back and forth till i wake up and i see lucky you know you know laying down on his stomach head up in triumph meanwhile parker is just exhausted he is just gone <laughs> like I, I have a picture of it actually on my facebook so if you follow me there here i'll show it to you in fact i'll i'll tweet it too in our twitter just to show you guys but you know i guess that lucky won and he became the alpha in, <laughs> in the group <laughs> and uh for the next week for the next couple of days about four days we uh went with the assumption that parker just doesn't give a shit about us and whatever <laughs> Then one day, uh, Sandra didn't close the door all the way. And uh, we looked out, and the door was open, and the dogs were gone. So they were outside. And Lucky, we rescued him actually from our neighbor. And our neighbor had this another long-standing jerk move as a terrible dog owner, where instead of, like, leashing your dog and taking him for a walk, we'd just open her door and just let him run free around the apartment complex. <laughs> Wait for him to whine at the door and then let him back in. Which, if you're in a goddamn apartment complex, don't do that, number one. <laughs> As we found out over time, because we, when we would walk him, we would get people going up to us saying, Is that your dog? He chased my kids all around the goddamn backyard. It wasn't us at the time. <laughs> it's never going to be a thing again, please. And, you know, and they let it go. But uh luck, lucky you know had gotten out before he started running all over the place back then it was a pain in the ass but we did get him back uh we ran outside and lucky was luckily in the front front lawn and we got him back inside and i ran back up the steps because it's like a little hill and i can see more of the of the land think of it like assassin's creed folks just to get some video games in here again uh, <laughs> and i look around and i see parker's butt like it felt like a mile at the time, but it was like a, at least a good couple of yards from. So I yell Parker as loud as I could, and I just start bolting. And the entire time, you know, I'm not really looking ahead, and I'm just thinking in my head, like the, the dog's gonna run away. We haven't had him long enough to make an impression on him. He's just gonna run. And we're gonna lose the dog just as soon as I got him. And I was panicking. And then I look up, and Parker's running right at me. <laughs> so I stop, a little out of breath. And uh, kind of like how I am now. And I stop. And he runs right up to me. And he sits his butt down and starts wagging his tail. As if, did I do good? Do good? Did I do good? 
I'm telling you, I hugged the thing. And ever since then, he follows me around all over the house. He's like easily the most affectionate dog we've ever had. He'll like come up right to your lap. He's like a 60 pound dog, but he thinks he's like 10. (laughs) He'll like, he'll like sit on your lap. And, uh, I think he's trying to mimic us. Like, you know how you'll, how you can sit next to a dog and just like rub, rub your hand on his head or something like that. Mm-hmm. He'll try to do that. Like he'll stick out his paw to like on my shoulder or try to get to the top of my head, but he'll oftentimes miss. And it's pretty much, he's straight up punching me in the face, <laughs> <laughs> which we're trying to get him not to do, but you know, he's <laughs> just trying to mimic us. But, but Parker's a sweetheart. It's just that we're still trying to get him to be okay around other dogs. But uh, going back to the owner who didn't get, care about him that much. Um, little fact that I found out about dogs nails. Uh, the uh, meat, you know how like underneath the n- the nail, the nail there's like meat or a bone or meat or a vein that grows a long time. Yeah. Uh, apparently his had grown out so much that when we took him to get groomed, like they could barely cut off any nail because there was just that much, and the nail was already extremely long to the point that when he was just standing on him, the nail starting to press up against his paw. So we had to take him to surgery where they basically cut through all that and then cauterized the wounds so it wouldn't bleed as much. That sounds fun. Oh, God. (laughs) So fine, how do you do? Mm -hmm. And we were able to find a place that did it for a a reasonable amount of money. And uh, we bring him in. And the entire time, I'm panicking because, you know, Parker's starting to panic because, you know, I can only, like, I guess that wasn't his first time dealing with uh, the dog shelter, so to speak, because, you know, He's separated mm. from Lucky in the morning, and he's like, wait, why, why isn't Lucky coming? Because, you know, they're always together. Right. He, he gets in the car, and he, go, and he goes to this building where there are other, other animals, and he starts shaking. He's so scared. He's like, oh, my uh. God, they're dropping me off. And I feel like shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like such garbage. <laughs> and it's even worse because I work that day, so I can't even be there to pick him up, you know, just to reassure him that. <laughs> You know, this isn't a thing. So they do the thing. You know, we're trying to tell him to relax, but he's shaking. His nose is getting red, which I didn't know was a thing. But apparently as they get more and more nervous, their nose shines brighter like Rudolph. <laughs> and and w- when that's not happening, he just looks like a bloodhound. But when the nose starts shining, he everyone's like, oh, that's a beautiful pit bull you have there. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, by the way, being a pit bull owner is difficult because both Lucky and Parker are part pit. Mm-hmm. And as a result of which, like, there are a lot of a lot of stores that blacklist those dogs from getting right, yeah. any kind of treatment. Like, we had, like, a veterinarian who would do us a solid and just put them as labs and then, <laughs> just so we could sneak them by. But a lot of places don't even want to touch pit bulls because of their whole reputation, which is right. bollocks. But anyway, so... I leave him there. I feel like garbage. Then I have to go to work. And on top of that, at at work, not only do all I want to do is just go home to the dog just to, like, reassure him that we're not ditching him. Because Sandra's staying till 8, <laughs> too. But uh, the, our systems were down all day. So we could only do cash bill payments and then everything else, including activations, which I had to turn quite a few away. I, I had to tell him to come back tomorrow. So that sucked. So it was just a <laughs> miserable day all around. And I was nervous that, you know, Parker would be scared to go near me because now I was the vicious guy who tried to get rid of him. But uh, long story short, which I know too late, but uh, I get there and he's just so happy to see me. He like literally 
jumps on me and like forces me down and starts licking my face. And I was like, Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So, uh, that's Parker and, uh, that's what, what happened then. So reverse of, uh, fluctuate. Let me ask you about your new job, Joe. Mm-hmm. Is there a chance you could move into one of the rooms? Move into a room? Yeah. I mean, why would I do that? <laughs> well, it might be, it could, it could be cheaper than what you're spending now. Um, perhaps, but, but hey, I don't, get... I don't want to live at work also. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. Even if I loved my job. That's fair. I mean, you can't really fall out <laughs> sick at that point. It's like, oh, I can't make it. Like, make it. You're here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Well, I congratulations, Joe. I'm really happy you've found some happier settings, and maybe you can afford some games now. Yeah, um, <laughs> with the bump and pay and like all that, like you and like my health insurance will be cheaper through work than it is right now. So mm. it's gonna be a big windfall of cash for your good buddy Joe. Uh, go. I think so. I'm, I'm. I mean, obviously not immediately. It's gonna be like a month or two before I see. Any real difference, but you'll be able to afford two Scorpios when they come out. <laughs> <laughs> Dueling Scorpios, indeed. Uh, um, yeah, I think I might buy a PS4 Pro right before I leave Best Buy, just so I can get that sweet, sweet Geek Squad discount. Hey, there you go. Let um, me know. go ahead, and and then that'll be like the last thing I buy, and then as I, I'll put on my credit card, and by the time I start really getting paid at my new job, I'll be able to just pay it right off. So, haha. <laughs> Hey, that's how you do it right there, man. That's good. <laughs> like, I, I've been teetering. Like, right now, like, I'm figuring focus all my energy on getting an HDR TV. And, yeah. And then worry about uh, the f- Pro or who knows. They might even have the 5 by the time I'm able to afford that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, enough joyous talk about the future and whose month has been doing good and whose <laughs> month is doing bad. It's like Seinfeld, where, like, one is up, the other's down. <laughs> like, this one's just got to be balanced. Can't be, both can't be both. Yep. I'm the yin, and you're the yang, my friend. <laughs> but you know who has been doing pretty well? PlayStation. So let's talk about that a little bit in the news. All right, Joe. So, it's been a little while, so what's happened in the world of PlayStation? Since oh, um, well, Malcolm, glad you asked. The most pressing news, as always, is a firmware update for the PlayStation 4, uh, version no, 4. it's our po- show right now. <laughs> <laughs> version 4.55 is out now for your PlayStation 4 system. Very exciting, uh, very system, very, very, very system. Very, very, very system. Very, very exciting, uh, update that, uh. Improves the quality of the system before. As, is it? There, yes. There you go. It's one of those. <laughs> Stability. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Made like the joke tweet that hopefully our 4.455th will be much more <laughs> exciting or substantial. <laughs> yeah, that might be a bit, that might be a ways off. We got a little ways to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not impossible. <laughs> Not impossible by any means, but uh, definitely a long ways off. We got to do especially, some more. <laughs> especially at this. <laughs> All right, well there you go. Go download that right now. It, it was like what three hundred and sixty megabytes or something like that. Yeah, although mine didn't do it automatically. Uh, like there was an error, and then my PS4 wouldn't fucking uh, my PS4 wouldn't turn on correctly after that. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, so I had to unplug it and do a hard reboot and 
had to rebuild the database and everything. So what sucked was that even though like all the games were fine on there and the saves, uh, but for whatever reason, I had to re-download all the patches for all the games that were installed on it. So I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> Great. Great job, 455. Real stable. <laughs> Stability. <laughs> Download like 30 gigs of patches. Oh, God. <laughs> Next thing. All right. Well, what else happened? Uh, let's see. More more interesting news here. We got some Naughty Dog news. Uh, little, little too, There's little, a lot of Naughty Dog news, actually. Feels yeah, like. Got some, got some dual, dual wielding some uh, Naughty Dog news here. Uh, I guess maybe first is that um, let's say that Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, which is the standalone kind of DLC thing, or, or at least it seemed like it was DLC, uh, is releasing August twenty second at thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, you'll be able to pre order that not only digitally, like I thought it would be, but you can also pre order it at retail, at you know, at Amazon and Best Buy and whatnot. Um, so, uh, there you go. They, they released a new trailer, I believe, and some screenshots, the game looking real pretty like on PS4 Pro, I presume. Uh, so yeah, look forward to that. Yeah. This has been an interesting year for female protagonists in video games. I feel like, uh, you know, we got Lost Legacy that, that, that has two Nadine and, uh, and Chloe and you had, you had Horizon featuring Aloy, not Alloy as I, I want to say, but that's there too. You got Gravity Rush with Cat. Uh, you have like quite a few games that have been out yet with like female protagonists, and that's pretty cool. You got Near, one of the two androids or robots in Near. Oh, that's right, that's right. What was it? A B B squared or not B squared? B. I don't. I, I don't. I only. I've only played with them on that was about like six weeks ago. So I'd, I'd have to confusing her with John Cena's old protege. <laughs> B squared. Oh man. Booyah. <laughs> Fuck, wasn't that Bobby Cannon? Yes, it was. That's why it was this <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Then he came on Raw like t- 20 years later to say how his life went downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, we've had like quite a few. Uh, it's been a good month for prote- female characters. And I actually, despite the controversy around the character, I really enjoyed Nadine from uh, Uncharted 4, and Chloe was very conspicuous, conspicuous by her absence in number four, so... Yeah, like, all all there was of Chloe in Uncharted 4 was, like, when you're in that, when you're attic at home or whatever, like, looking through all the stuff from previous adventures, mm. uh, like, there's a note from Chloe or something, and that's, that's pretty much it <laughs> for her in that game. Yeah, and uh, I believe they've, Naughty Dog has said that the adventure is going to be at least 10 hours which uh to put that in perspective uh resident evil 7 was eight <laughs> so and that and that was still a fun and a fine and amazing game so 10 hours for 40 i think that's a deal especially considering it's a naughty dog game for christ's sake yeah. i know you're not happy but you know. <laughs> I, I didn't expect it to be 40 dollars. I, I was expecting even maybe just a 30 dollar thing at, at the most i was like man oof this but, ain't episode Gladiolus, Gladiolus, motherfucker. It ain't gonna be five bucks. <laughs> By the way, oh, just to speak very briefly on episode Gladiolus, uh, fun game. You know, I'll just get give it a really, really quick review. Like <laughs> people are ripping it apart on some sites. Like it's five bucks. It's like, well, what the hell are you expecting? It's like it's only like an hour and forty five minutes worth of content. It's five dollars. <laughs> it's five. Well, I mean, how much is the season pass? Isn't the season pass like thirty? Uh, 
it's 30, but that includes uh, the three character episodes and the right. three uh, and the three uh, bundles of uh, accessories and items and stuff, which are also five bucks each. So, uh, so, so it sounds like I'm better off not getting the season pass and just getting those individually. Because <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, if you want to be a cheap bastard, yeah, you can go that route too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've been enjoying it. Uh, the stuff I've gotten has been pretty cool, so and useful. And plus, it's always cool to dress uh, Noctis like a goddamn mariachi. So there's that. All right, that's fair. That's a fair counterpoint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's you know, I think for what it is, it's fine. Like number one, it's five bucks, so it's not like it's like nineteen ninety nine, which like. The reviewers are treating it like it's a 19.99 piece of DLC, but uh, it's like an hour and a half, and the gameplay is very different. And I enjoyed it; I actually enjoyed it quite a bit, and because you know it's not you're not going to be warping or anything like that, because Gladiolus can't do that. It's like I hate to say it like this, but it's almost Dark Soulish like, where you're you'll be doing combat, but then you'll be blocking at the right time. But it's mostly combat focus so you'll be doing that and the final boss of the of the campaign is actually one of the toughest bosses i've fought in final fantasy 15 mm. on top of that there's like time attacks you can do there's a final confrontation you can do or a final trial i should say with core which is a fun fight that you can do after you take out the campaign. So there's actually, in my opinion, there's quite a bit of stuff you can do on top of that by beating the dlc you get the Genji sword to use in the game proper, mm. as well as getting the ability to use Gladiolus with a shirt off. So that's always out there. Yeah. <laughs> Something for the ladies. <laughs> uh, so yeah, for five bucks, you know, especially, it's it's solid, especially if you like Final Fantasy. Mm. Don't, don't listen to the Killjoys online. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, but anyway, going back to it, I, I think going back to Uncharted uh, Lost Legacy, I'm very looking forward to it. Even though the more I think about it, June is getting really, really expensive. But uh, I think it's going to be fun. So I'll look forward to it. Yeah. Um, another thing, though, is that if you bought the season pass or like a digital deluxe version of this, uh, you'll be getting that for free as part of it. Um, oh, shit. Like, wow. Yeah. And as a result, those season passes are now <laughs> no longer listed on the store because <laughs> it was far cheaper than, than buying the standalone. It was like nineteen ninety nine, wasn't it? Yeah. So if you got the digital deluxe version or the explorers pack or the triple pack, uh, this will be included uh, as part of that. Well, paint uh, my face red, so, goddamn. Yeah. So if, if you got in on that action, um, you got in on some pretty sweet action. It turns out. Um, yeah. All right. So lesson, moral lesson here: If uh, Naughty Dog offers a uh, a season pass, yeah, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go. When I go to work later today, I'm going to have to like, dig through our old gift cards and see if, uh, if, we, saw, if we have any codes that we, I can buy. Uh, good good man right there. Because like <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> if I can pay 20 bucks instead of 40, I'm going to go ahead and do that. If you find two, let me know. Uh, I, I will let you know, Malcolm. I'll PayPal you the money on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else happened? Or, or uh, what, what, what other Uncharted or Naughty Dog news, I should say? Uh, Well, the... Uh... I, I always forget what BAFTA stands for. The British Wait. Academy for the Arts? Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they had their Game Awards uh, about 10 days ago, and uh, Uncharted 4 was the big, big winner, uh, taking away the uh, Best Game Award. Not, not Game of the Year, Malcolm. Best Game, so you know it's classier. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so so good for Uncharted 4 there. Um, and as far as other winners go, uh, Inside took the most awards with four. Having, they won uh, for Artistic Achievement, Game Design, Narrative, and Original Property. Uh, let's see, Firewatch took home Best Debut Game, and Virginia was recognized for its music. Uh, and That Dragon Cancer won the Game Innovation category. Oh, uh, that, let's see. That's a good game. It's even even though it like you, there will be so much dust in the room when you're playing it. Sad as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Joe is very close. British Academy of Film and Television Arts. Ah, okay, sure. So yeah, that's why they have a separate games awards list. Is <laughs> because games is, does not play into that particular acronym. Yeah, it doesn't really. But hey, congratulations, <laughs> the Naughty Dog. Yeah. I guess they got a lot further in BAFTA's Game of the Year tournament than it did with us. (laughs) Still a Uh, solid game. Loved the fuck out of it. Yeah, that's the other awards here. We got The Last Guardian. They took home an award for audio achievement. Uh, Let's see. Um, Game design, game innovation. (laughs) Pokemon Go won for mobile. Uh, Overwatch won. This is me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, looking at the other games here. Yeah, looking at the other games, it's not like a whole lot. (laughs) whatever um yeah there you go all right well congrats to them all right so what else happened since we've been gone all right um touched on this a little earlier during our intros here but obviously persona 5 is out malcolm uh and yes (laughs) people (laughs) people people are hot about persona 5 um not mad i don't know why i said hot like that but (laughs) but people are people are excited about that game uh, and with the launch of the game, you know, in North America and I believe Europe, uh, that pushes the game over 1.5 million copies uh, shipped worldwide. Uh, obviously, the game was out in Japan in, in September, so it's, it's had a few months uh, there. Um, but yeah, so like right now, it's just it's we've got some very I, I don't know, like we don't we have a so far pretty incomplete picture of how that game is selling, but uh, everything seems to point towards it being very successful in the UK. Uh, they have weekly charts over there uh, for sales. Uh, Persona 5 was number one, and it's also the series' biggest launch to date over in Europe, uh, which is very encouraging. Uh, obviously, only, you know, the the like Persona 3 and, and 2 and 1 were pretty niche games, but Persona 4, even Persona 4, when it came out on PS2, was until Persona 4 Golden came out on Vita, where everyone finally got to see just how great the series really is, and that's what I think launched it into the mainstream now. Uh, so I'm happy to see that. Hopefully, when the MPDs come out for for uh, for April, uh, we'll get to see that bad boy at the top. Oh yeah, like uh, Man, uh, I will say that you know, like I, I retweeted that and saying, "Wow, wow, what an impressive launch!" And Joe's very articulate in pointing out, like, and keep in mind, this in the game's been out in Japan for a while, so this is on top of everything they've been selling. Yeah, so. since since then, so I I think I think you're right. I think not only is this going to be a very successful launch, I think this will finally put Persona as a franchise on the map. Yeah, which uh, is both awesome and a little nervous. Makes me a little <laughs> nervous just because uh, you know when things become mainstream, that's when like people come in to fix it. If you catch my drift. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, uh, I mean yeah, I guess. I mean I don't know because Atlas is like even. I don't know. Like Atlas doesn't have like a huge franchise, right? I mean, thinking about it now, like the biggest franchises that they have are, you know, like Shimigami Tensei slash Persona and what King of Fighters. Uh, Atlas. Yeah. Well, they also have the Souls game too, technically. 
Well, Demon Souls is literally the only game, the only stake they have in that whole series. Well, don't they have Dark Souls too? Oh, that's Bandai. Oh, okay. All right. Bandai Namco. Well, well, good for them right there, because that's... <laughs> I feel it's going to be quite a get having Persona now, which yeah, so. could lead to them saying, hey, how about not taking four goddamn years to get the next one out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took a while to get this one out, but man, was it worth the wait so far. Uh, it, it has been, yes. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I guess I, I really don't want to get into it too much, because, man, do I just want to talk about this game for, like, two hours straight <laughs> but uh yeah like what they like what they managed to do with what is a relatively small budget compared to something like a final fantasy like and to be able to still have a game as stylish and as polished as that it's like man awesome kudos to, to Atlas. they're very talented over there mm. all right what else happened um but speaking of persona 5 <laughs> is that atlas uh also put the strange embargo that uh, on top of the game, not just for, you know, reviewers or whatever, as is, you know, kind of the norm when you're reviewing a game, you know, you get the game early. It's like, oh, don't stream past this point or or whatever. Um, no, they just went ahead and did a blanket thing for the public as well. It's like, hey, guys, <laughs> uh, if you want to stream past July 7th, um, it's like you do so at the risk of being issued a content ID claim or worse, uh, a channel strike slash account suspension. Uh, on like YouTube and whatnot. Um, and <laughs> man, the, the interesting thing about this is that you know Atlas USA posted this, you know, kind of uh, this this warning. Uh, but they <laughs> they made it very clear that this is this is coming from on up in Japan. <laughs> like if it was up to them, I guess they would probably like you know whatever you know you know streaming and and sharing on social media is is kind of the norm at this point after you know three or four years of having share buttons on your controller. Um, but yeah, like they were, <laughs> they were very adamant to say that, <laughs> that our like masters in Japan or whatever, are like very adamant about you not sharing this shit. Um, so yeah, it's great. Right, number one, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, this feels like, uh, they don't realize it's been like four years later and now sharing the games and yeah. is like the biggest thing in all the rage here. And we, you know, I had a talk with RK about this, who was actually stoked about this, because uh, like like me, he's had some instances of like just scrolling past like videos on YouTube and getting spoiled, mainly because people are stupid and they'll make like the spoiler, the screen cap of the goddamn thing, or they'll write in the description. <laughs> but the you know, at the same time, now Joe, have you heard of something called? The Streisand effect. Mm, I feel like I've heard about it, but you're gonna have to go ahead and refresh my memory because I don't know. Okay, number one, it has nothing to do with Barbara. Number two, <laughs> huh. uh, it is. Uh, it's the name to the effect where the more you tell people to not do something or make laws or rules specific that they don't do something, the more they're going to want to do that one, <laughs> even if they even if they had no real reason to in the first place. And here's the thing with YouTube, like grant you, you can do all this, but it's like YouTube can be a son of a bitch to monitor. Cause I'm, I'm seeing all the time people do, posting live streams of uh, persona on there. Like I have so many people like posting videos, those uh, persona just to like stick it to them. Cause they're pissed off about this and they should be. Mm. I mean, this is one of those things where the bet, you know, that their whole reasoning behind it is like, Oh, we're a very story. It's a very story driven game and we don't want people to be able to be ruined to it. All right, dude, if I wanted to sp spoil myself, I would have by now. 
<laughs> right, yeah. The game has been out nine months. Or it's, what is it? Exactly! Yeah, nine months. No, six months. But, yeah. It's like, even if you, like, stop all the videos, I'm sure somebody's written out what happens at the end. <laughs> so, like, you're not really helping your cause here. And it sucks, because this is, like, the one, like, red mark on the whole game since it's been, that it's come out. It's like... Dude, just back off. Like, this isn't the 2000s or in the 90s anymore, dude. This is just, you know, YouTube is a part of it. And in many instances, it's a great help. I I feel like a lot of people saw, like, I saw some gameplay footage before the game out. And that, like, oh, that looks awesome. Like, just simply the menu when you're fighting just looks good. It's so good. (laughs) Oh, man. And... You, <laughs> my favorite thing like online right now is the people superimposing that on like <laughs> so many different things. Like my favorite one by far is they put it on like <laughs> they put it on a Simpson scene uh, with Mo like teaching self defense, <laughs> and it's the best. It's the fucking best. And you know, it's little things like that that can like take take your game and make it br- bring more awareness around it. Like, don't do that. And you're like. Especially because YouTubers, you know, they help the word get out there. And I don't feel like any of them are like intentionally trying to spoil the game. Like I'm like most of the people I follow have made it very clear that, you know, you should go experience this game. Don't just watch me like go play it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, But uh, and and the whole thing where, oh, you can't take you can't take screenshots or you can't record from the from the the playstation I, that's just like not even for the trophies like yeah t- like that's how thorough it is like typically with the trophies it'll take like a screenshot so you see the moment you got it you know yeah. immortalized forever nope <laughs> like the whole fucking game gets gets is blocked from from gameplay things like as soon as the game like the opening like like not even like the, the, the opening like movies like starting from like when the copyright logos come up, it's like oh black scene. It's like the whole fucking game is a big black scene. Uh, like and that's usually something you only see like like sometimes like oh it's like some games are like I think Arkham Knight did that where it's like oh during a cutscene it's like oh black scene. It's like okay that's fine I guess. Um, or like when you play like the only game the only other game that I know that's a, a fully blocked scene is like Rock Band Four. Uh, just because, like, there's weird licensing issues with, like, songs or whatever. Um, it's like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for for an RPG to be like, nope. <laughs> it's like, all right, weird. Like, and I, I really hope pe- other people see this and, like, oh, we could do that and <laughs> just block all share content whatsoever. Because the, the, just don't. Because, like, I'm telling you, like, sharing stuff is becoming uh, a major part of video games now. So much so that games like Gravity Rush and Horizon and uh, Final Fantasy XV sort of have photo modes now where you can take pictures and share it, which is actually pretty cool. And it was one of the reasons why I could not go on Facebook without seeing at least one person share a single photo from Final Fantasy XV for the longest (laughs) time. So just don't do it. Uh, I got some breaking news here. The PlayStation oh. Store's March top downloads just came out. Okay, I got that, but I figure we'll we'll leave that for other stuff after other stuff. Okay, okay. I didn't know you had. I I just saw the tweet like this morning. Didn't know you grabbed it. All right, <laughs> Joe Garcia on top of things. All right, <laughs> Joe. What else happened then? Um, let's see here. Let's let's go with uh, let's go with this one here. Um, apparently, uh. We got some news saying that Spider-Man 
PS4, which still doesn't have an actual name. It's just the Spider-Man game. <laughs> um, Man with a PS4 tap. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, um. God damn it! Why isn't this page loading correctly now? It, Fucking Peter Parker was bitten by a radioactive PS4, and it granted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, the story. Well, this story loads. Let me tell you all about the history of Spider-Man. It was 1964. <laughs> by the time this page loads up, the Spider-Man Homecoming will be out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, GameSpot? Jesus Christ. Just oh, there's your problem right there. <laughs> hey, man, you're the one. <laughs> this is like you used. Oh god, I I am excited for a spot. You know what? Next story. Right. <laughs> um, near Automata, uh, again we touched on very very briefly uh, just a little while ago, is off to a strong start commercially and uh, critically. Um, the game is doing very well, did very well review wise, but we now know that it has uh, topped one million in sales, both both digitally and physically. This has been uh, a good year for games that begin with the letter N. <laughs> near Neo. Uh, uh, what else do you got? That's pretty much it, but they all did all really right. well. <laughs> <laughs> the Legend of Nelda. That did good. <laughs> the Legend of Nelda. Nest of the Nild. <laughs> See, now you're just being ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm, which I'm both happy about and, I'll admit, surprised. Uh, very surprised by this, because I remember the... Cause one, I didn't even realize this was a sequel until the game was out. Because it's like, oh yeah, the first Nier came out on like PS3 like five years ago or four years ago or however long it was. Uh, to like middling reviews. Like it was just a straight up like RPG too, right? It wasn't this like character action game. Uh, um, it was action-y too. It, it but was... it was, but it leaned more towards being an RPG though, didn't it? Oh yeah, I, I think, uh, and I think this near is kind of like an RPG too. Because you, love, excuse me, you level up, you buy better weapons, da 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 da. Well, it's like an action game. Yeah. Like that. Uh, um, but Nier was like... a, also, yeah, very much an RPG. It actually had one of the most talked about special endings I've seen, I've heard <laughs> in recent memories, too. Yeah, there was a slow burn on that game. Like, when it came out, like, critically, that game was like, meh. It was like sixes and, it was like six. It was basically like squarely in, in six territory. Uh, but then, like, as time kind of went on, as people kind of played it, because it was a, from what I gather, like, it was a pretty weird game on top of that. Mm. Uh, People kind of just were just checking it out because of how weird it was. And then, I don't know, it, people got more and more endeared to it as they played it. Uh, and then, out of nowhere, it's like, hey, let's make a sequel to that game that not a lot of people bought or even liked. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure, why not? And here we are. So I'll uh, attribute to the success to a few things. Uh, number one, it was made by Platinum, if I'm not, creative, if I'm yes, not, not mistaken. And Platinum has been kind of missing a lot as of late. And uh, so when they heard that this game came out and it was good, and uh, by the way, the combat is spectacular in this in this game. <laughs> I think people are like, all right, finally, and they just jumped on it. Number two, they were smart enough to release a demo for the game, which was really good. Yeah. Which it was nice and fun and gave you a great taste of it. Plus, it was capped off where the final boss of the demo, I should say. The demo boss was essentially the entire level you just traversed. Yeah, like all of a sudden these fucking platforms just become a thing to fight. It's yeah. like, all right. They basically formed to create Devastator, and they went to attack. <laughs> so it was a nice little bit, and it was a nice. It was pro- I, 
I would, and it kind of becomes a bullet hell game too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there's that, but you know, your your fists and your sword are always going to do the most damage. And actually, I not only played this, but I also watched uh, two best friends play this game, mm-hmm. and uh, they revealed some stuff to me I didn't know. Like apparently, there's like endless amounts of combos you can do because you can like be doing a combo with one weapon, then switch to a different one, but keep the combo going in there. Depending on how you press certain directions, it'll affect the moves and thus create different styles of combos. Like, there is a lot you can do in this game, and it's pretty impressive. Like, it's been, I, it's right up there how I felt when I played Bayonetta for the first time. Mm. And so, it's a great game. Like, I thought, there's been quite a few times this year where I was like, this is a great game. A shame it's going to be overshadowed by all these other games, but those games did well. Like, For Honor did really well. Oh, Nier and Neo, new games, games did really well too. Like so, and which is good because you know I hope these things keep going. And uh, by the way, Nier, by the way, is also a PlayStation Four or PS4 exclusive, so mm-hmm. that just bolsters PlayStation's library even more, right there. So, <laughs> yeah. So calendar, calendar start. Well, not really a start, but continuation of Nier. Hopefully, it will be a, a lot sooner when we get the next uh, sequel to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is a game that unfortunately I could not get just due to the... I think it was like either that or Mass Effect, and I thought Mass Effect would be the safer bet. Hee hee. (laughs) (laughs) Any other year would have been a... (laughs) God, you didn't make the game, Joe. Don't apologize. Man. You would have fixed the eyes. (laughs) You'd have been like, what the fuck's up with the eyes? (laughs) Change that shit. God damn. Joe Garcia, drop the mic in there. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but near like once, if definitely take a chance on that game. That that game, so it's been a great year for games. It's been too good, in fact, <laughs> too good that Joe needed to get another job. <laughs> yep, <laughs> get away from it all. Oh Lord! All right, so congratulations, near Automata. I almost want to say Automata Pia whenever I say that name. <laughs> but congratulations! Uh, I can't wait to play it as soon as I get get the money mm-hmm. all right joe what else happened all right here's a story i was trying to load before uh regarding spider-man on playstation 4 uh in uh let's see in a live stream about um uh, about a week ago uh ryan panagos aka agent m on twitter uh he's the uh he works at marvel as their uh what does he do there he's the vice president and executive editor of marvel digital media so he's a very big presence over at marvel okay uh, uh he was live streaming Something I don't <laughs> um, I don't know what he was streaming, but and he was he bitten also... by a radioactive spider, and given new powers. <laughs> which caused him to say that uh, <laughs> that there's even more on the horizon for 2017, like Spider-Man coming to PlayStation 4 and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite coming to Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Um, so yeah, as we know, uh, the Spider-Man game was announced at E3 last year, uh, 2016. Uh, and kind of had to come out and say. Eh, like actually there's no time frame right now uh that we know of for for this spider-man game but um maybe we can get it in time uh for for 2017 um but i didn't i never really thought that was likely to be honest yeah i'm even after hearing that i'm not holding my breath yeah (laughs) because there's no way (laughs) yeah i mean it would have been great if they had it ready in time for you know the movie uh coming out but no Mm. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but... Yeah, we'll see. 
Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I joked that it would be out in time for the movie, but, you know, we haven't heard anything. Like, if we don't hear anything at E3, I think it's safe to assume it's not coming in 2017. Right. But I assume it's going to be at E3. Yeah. All right, Joe. What else? Uh, let's go back into Mass Effect real quick here, Malcolm, because right. they recently patched the game. Uh, last week, just in time for way past launch. <laughs> just, just in time for way past launch. Uh, and uh, Bioware also, on top of detailing what they've fixed in this, they detailed what they're going to be fixing over the course of the next <laughs> next next months. Uh, it's like okay, it was like maybe they should have just delayed the game for two months. And, yeah, how about that? <laughs> instead of releasing patches over two months, maybe just delay the game. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, this patch that they just released, uh, I guess the most uh, the most apparent uh, fix is that they did indeed fix the eyes for human and Asari characters, uh, <laughs> which is My a face I, is tired. Which, um, man. <laughs> A huge improvement, though. Uh, it is, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, man, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if that was at launch. <laughs> yeah. So on top of that, they uh, they let you skip ahead when you're traveling between planets and the map, which, thank fucking God. <laughs> it's cool, like, the first couple times you do it, but it's like, all right, can we just get to the fucking planet I want to go to now? Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, they increased inventory limits, which is good. Hmm. Um, they decreased the cost of remnant decryption keys, so you can skip all those Sudoku puzzles. Uh, let's see, they they improvised, or improved, not improvised, I, I, <laughs> I combined improving and localized. They improved localized voiceover lip sync. Uh, <laughs> they fixed writer's movements when running in a zigzag pattern. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, and improved matchmaking and latency in multiplayer. So that's that's what's in the patch that's out now. Uh, and over the additional months, which again hilarious, <laughs> uh, they'll be fixed. They'll be adding options and variety in the character creation, uh, improvements to hair and general appearance for characters, uh, ongoing improvements to cinematic scenes and animations, uh, improvements to male romance options for Scott Ryder, uh, and adjustments to conversations with Hanley Abrams, uh, which is like an NPC on the first uh, outpost he created on EOS. Um, and again, this is all stuff that should have, again, would have been would have fit real nice in a slightly more delayed game. Yeah, um, I think Mass Effect will go down in history as a shining example of why it's okay to delay a game for a month or two. Man, <laughs> man, what the fuck are they doing in Mass Effect, man? I don't this know. makes me so sad. <laughs> makes me so sad. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I still talk to like I like I, I work with a Mass Effect apologist. Who's like telling me like Malcolm? I'm telling you, dude. Once you get 20 hours in, it really gets good. And like, no, <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> oh, like, like I was talking with once again with RK about this. This is so. This is so No Man's Sky. Where like the game is, I guess, pretty good now. Mm-hmm. However, I bought it a year ago. <laughs> feels like anyway. <laughs> And uh, it wasn't this. It's like, oh, man. I, I bet you anything the, that Sean Murray guy regrets going on that pl- airplane and making that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I could have just, like, released this normally. Fuck. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, well, I'll dive deeply into exactly why this game is so disappointing and our future review of it. But fuck. <laughs> fuck. Preview of things to come. 
Uh, all right. Well, what else happened? All right. Let's get into these PlayStation Store top downloads for the Mar- for the month of March 2017 here. Okay. All right. On PlayStation 4, the top game, strangely enough, uh, <laughs> Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Going back to what I was saying, games I wasn't expecting to do well, doing well. <laughs> yeah, beating out Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, again, which as we pointed out on our previous episode, only had one day to sell in... It's, a, it's, it's an essentially a March game because it came out February 28th. Yeah. Um, so I sold that uh, for basically the entire month that it was out, basically. So interesting. Uh, it's impressive. I, you know, at the very least, more people bought Ghost Recon digitally than they did Horizon. Yeah, weird. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I guess overall this just speaks to digital sales, I guess. But And I yeah. guess like another question is, is it counting, because it came out February 28th, is it not counting everyone who pre-ordered and bought it at launch? Well, no. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> That's a size, I guarantee you, quite, like a good chunk of people were smart enough to get it, get it pre-ordered. That's true. Um, let's see, number three, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, number four, Suckers. MLB. The... <laughs> Oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, number four was MLB The Show 17. Strong showing for, th- for that. Uh, that released uh, pretty late in the month as well. Uh, March 28th. So that only had like three days uh, to be out. So That's very good one. for that. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield 1 at number five. It'll never uh, God die. Of War. <laughs> God of War 3 remastered at number six. FIFA 17 at number seven. Battlefield 4 at number eight. Rocket League at number nine. And GTA 5 uh, rounding out the top ten. Nero Automata was there at number 11 uh by the by hmm. uh so yeah pretty good yeah uh once again folks horizon one of those games you should get <laughs> <laughs> yeah sounds which, like it yeah which uh um, you're with you're with joe on that one so don't feel bad <laughs> <laughs> uh notably on the ps3 side the top selling uh game was mass effect trilogy so uh, if you want to go ahead and play some good mass effect games go ahead and get that i like good. to think like all of those sales were just people who played the played Andromeda, got depressed, and plugged in the PS3 <laughs> to remember the good old days. Oh man, like <laughs> man, see, I really wish they remastered those games. Uh, at this point, I'm pretty sure they're scrambling to get something. So, <laughs> so oh god, remind people what the games used to be like. Because <laughs> <laughs> man, like so many times leading up to Andromeda's release, like I was this close to just restarting the trilogy i was like oh man it's like i've got mass effect installed on my xbox right now uh <laughs> but yeah cooler heads prevailed and I ended up playing you know new games instead but man yeah if there was a remastered i like i'd have definitely dropped everything and played it again mm. um let's see on the vr side job simulator number one uh push them out of black tops the ps classics and god of war collection on vita is the top vita game so there you go yeah, right on arch <laughs> all right what else happened since um let's see um trying to figure out to talk about this. Well, yeah i'll say that for that um in instead let's say that the witcher series has now sold more than 25 million copies well, uh that's substantial dude <laughs> pretty substantial. i mean of course this is the whole series is not just you know the witcher 3 um <laughs> may as well be <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah, but that, yeah, I'm guessing that The Witcher 3 is by far the most successful of the three. Uh, but yeah, over 25 million copies. Uh, they didn't break it down, you know, by by title, uh, so I can't. Nobody can really say which ones sold how many. 
Uh, but yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good for a series that before Witcher Three came out was was kind of a little bit under the radar, uh, especially the first game. Like I didn't know anything about The Witcher until The Witcher Two came out, uh, and a lot of the and that, even then, like a lot of the talk around The Witcher Two was more like you know it was a good game, but like a lot of talk was like, oh man, this is this looks really great on PC. Like, but you need like a monster PC to play it. Uh, and then Witcher Three came out and was even more successful. So cool, nice. Did you hear the story about the that game? the creator of the witcher mm-hmm. i i don't know if he sold it to the game studio or to a corporation but he essentially sold it off ages ago because he didn't think like anything would come of it <laughs> <laughs> and then they made video games about it and they became like the highest grossing thing like he's not seeing a dime of this i don't think which yeah. is unfortunate but yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh poor guy but uh yeah congratulations to witcher i'm actually extremely impressed with uh how everything's been going there so yeah the oh yeah the author of the well wasn't the witcher was wasn't that a book yeah it started off as a book series yeah okay yeah okay yeah i see the story here the witcher author refused a profit sharing deal with cd project <laughs> oh no yeah he, he, he ended up he, he he sold it up front he gave he just took an upfront cost or or, or payment instead of doing a profit sharing thing which yeah that was, good job, that was a mistake folks <laughs> yeah um fun fact malcolm is that uh when The Witcher 2 came out, uh, however many years ago that was, uh, <laughs> when uh, former President Barack Obama went to go visit Poland, uh, the I don't know if it's a prime minister. Pre, I don't know if Poland has a prime minister or a president, but the leader of that country presented him with a number of Polish products, including a copy of The Witcher 2 on PC. Which <laughs> <laughs> is hilarious to me. Uh, it's like I just imagine old Barry Obama fucking installing uh, The Witcher 2 on his computer in the Oval Office. Well, let's see what this is all about. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing there? <laughs> oh, there's to be a sex scene. <laughs> this is very sensual. Get the kids out of the room. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, can you get Sasha and Malia out of here? <laughs> Gonna get a little steamy. Oh, there absolutely needs to be series like that. <laughs> oh, and that'd be great if like Obama decided to live stream of the games that he got over the course of his presidency. He's like, Well, time to live stream this uh this wee copy of Just Dance twenty twelve that I bought for my daughters for Christmas that one year. All right, moving on. What else happened this week? It's the Bandai Namco. Um, this is very recent. We got, uh, as we uh, and it's very big as well. But Bandai Namco released a teaser trailer for something, <laughs> some kind of game, uh, and the tagline there is "Prepare to dine." Mm, well, I do like food. People do like food. And did big you s- <laughs> did you see the teaser attached to it? I did not because I opened it like right before we started. All right. Well, I'll tell leave. me. I'll I'll let you take the lead on this. Right. So it's a very gothic atmosphere. It focuses on this woman who are, who has this weapon. I can't tell if it's a great sword or a gun. Could be a gun blade. Who knows? And, <laughs> and basically, her sneaking around. We see like various sites of what looks like to be vampires or people turning into monsters. And then it closes off with the woman jumping up on a hill as a giant creature comes into the forefront about ready to attack. And then it goes into prepare to dine. So that, of course, being a spoof off the prepare to die tagline that usually follows all Souls games. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, 
is it a spinoff? Is it uh, Sultan? Like, if it looked kind of Sultan Sanctuary esque, if you ever played that game, mm. but there I was not. <laughs> I did not. Okay. Well, there was all. It was all gameplay. I mean, excuse me. It was all like animation and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I there just was... watch it right now, and it's, yeah, it's all just animated. It's like, okay. So yeah, it looks interesting. I'll, I'll at least look at the trailer when that comes out. Finally, maybe we'll <laughs> maybe we'll find out more at E3. By the way. <laughs> E3, do we know when Sony's conference is? Uh, I'm pretty sure we do. We'd have to look it up, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that's decided pretty far ahead. Just yeah. just look for the Monday before the actual show date. That's, that's, that's probably it. Like, this year, I recall them saying like they're going to, or Microsoft is still going to go before, but they're going to go like the Sunday. They're going, yeah, they're going Sunday instead of Monday. Which, you know, might be good for them because, God forbid, they have a day where they can just talk about <laughs> their accomplishments. It's like, because, like, the last three years, it feels like they went on, and then, like, people were happy about them until Sony came out, and they're like, <laughs> oh, holy shit, Sony just destroyed it, and like, god damn it. Like, well, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the E3 2017 dates are June 13th to 15th, so I assume that uh, Sony's conference is the 12th, and then Microsoft is the 11th. All right. So I need to start my vacation on the 11th, then. <laughs> Because um, I'll need one to cover all the shit coming out for E3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, let's. I guess we can get into that as the last thing here. Um, it's it's unrelated to Sony, technically, but uh, probably the biggest news to come out uh, since last show is that uh, Project Scorpio was very detailed uh, over on the Digital Foundry by Eurogamer. Uh, a lot of tech specs and whatnot were, were kind of revealed about what the console is gonna, really going to be able to do. Uh, they didn't show any actual games or anything except for like some screenshots of a Forza game, like not even Forza Six specifically. But uh, yeah, like they, they, the 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 specs on it are pretty impressive, I, I should say. Uh, it's kind of over, a lot of this stuff is way over my head because I'm not nearly as as knowledgeable on this kind of thing as you know the as Eurogamer is. Uh, they're the ones that got the exclusive on this because because of how fucking proficient they are uh, with this tech stuff. Uh, but yeah, looking at it, it's it's quite a beast, Malcolm. Mm, yeah, uh, it's, it looks good. You know, if if this was just a game of who has the best hardware, then you know this would probably win. <laughs> right. However, that's not the story. That's not <laughs> the tale of the tape. It's who has the best games to go with said system. Correct. Which, granted, it's it's awesome. It's. It's sort of like having, uh, imagine, for all our gun enthusiasts out there, imagine having this really kick-ass rocket launcher, but no missiles. <laughs> yeah, what, what the hell good is it? You know, it's, <laughs> uh, I, I know I just pissed off a few people. Halo 5 was good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, especially this year, PlayStation is absolutely massacring uh, Microsoft with its exclusives library and whatnot. Like I, I, I'm really, really curious at what Microsoft does this year. Probably even more than PlayStation, honestly. Where it's like, are they going to be stupid and just talk about how awesome the system is for an hour, or, or are they going to announce some new shit that it'll get people excited to want to drop the seven hundred dollars <laughs> that you're going to need? Because you know that's what people are estimating right now. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the case. That'd be that'd be that'd be suicide. Uh, <laughs> like I mean, like in this in this breakdown in this tech breakdown, they make a pretty like I mean, obviously I'm not gonna say oh it's gonna be fucking two fifty and it's gonna be real fun. <laughs> like obviously that's not gonna be the fucking case, but like uh, you know they're 
when they're talking to the engineers in, in this in this lengthy super detailed article like like one of the engineers is like yeah like obviously you want to make this thing you know substantial but at the same time they want to like a lot of the decisions driving you know like the tech uh in the in scorpio are, are not just not just performance but also like okay but also make sure it doesn't cost seven fucking hundred dollars you know um well, if you so want it's gonna be, to be six teraflops, that's kind of what you need to do. <laughs> Just... I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to pretend to know what makes a teraflop melt. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I mean, it seems like they're they're trying to walk that tightrope. And I mean, we're not. We obviously, we don't know how successful they'll be. I'm assuming that's. I mean, that's. I kind of like that they did this because. Yes, we can get all this tech shit out of the way, and that way E3 can just be, okay, now what fucking games are you going to put on this thing, you know? Um, what's is it, it going to look like? How much is it going to cost? All the important questions that actually matter, ultimately, um, will hopefully all be answered at E3 without having to go through most of this stuff again. Uh, I mean, I, for the sake of Microsoft, I hope you're right. Because like, if it's like, even if it's 30 minutes of how, look how gigantic uh, Scorpio is, I mean, the most pressing matter they have really is games. And, yeah. Yeah, like, worst case scenario, if, you know, they completely screw the pooch, then congratulations to Nintendo. They just became the number two as far as <laughs> But we we will shall see. Like, hopefully you're right. Like, if I, I, unfortunately, I have a feeling that the, especially since they still are selling a normal Xbox One and the Xbox One, xbox one s still that like like oh this will be your premium thing seven hundred dollars i think it's going to be it no that would be that'd be silly to be like 350 <laughs> like to, you can buy two xbox one s's for that <laughs> I'm and still have money for like two games on top of that i'll i, I think it's going to be over 400 at minimum yeah like i i see them at least matching the price of the ps4 pro um uh we, we we shall see. Like I mean, Microsoft has like obviously Microsoft wants to sell this for at least to at least break even on it, you know. Uh, but like, if anyone has like the pockets to be like, oh, like we'll sell sell it for a loss so that we can at least match Sony's you know machine, uh, you know, like I think four hundred dollars would be like the sweet spot. But I see them being like four fifty or five hundred. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We shall see. Yeah, you know, like uh, unless they do something crazy, like. Halo 6 is out, and it will launch alongside the Scorpio. <laughs> uh, that's not <laughs> I don't think. Um, yeah, like, I don't know what they have game-wise. Um, like, obviously, a new Forza game is due, uh, so they'll probably do Forza 7 uh, on there. Uh, like, Crackdown 3 has been in, in the hopper for, like, fucking eight years. Um, that's, like, I'm assuming that's going to be one of the games that they'll show off. Um, you've got that game by Rare, the Pirates, with the Pirates, I forget what it's called. Uh, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> which I don't think is going to be that good. Uh, I mean, people seem excited for it, but like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not super excited for for it myself. But like, like that, I can't remember the name. But I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, like but, Sea of Thieves or something like I that. I think that's, yeah, that sounds right. But um, every time I hear that game brought up, it's by someone who's desperately trying to figure an exclusive that's coming to the Xbox. Yeah, it's, it's, there's not a lot. So hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully at E3. We'll get to see, like, you, not even just for the sake of the Scorpio, but just for the sake of Xbox One in general. It's like, hey, how about some fucking games, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, what shark jumping thing they could do. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if they announced, like, uh, a game where Master Chief 
crashes on the home world where uh, Gears of War takes place, and you have Halo versus <laughs> Gears of War. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't know what they do, but because uh, you know Sony, it's just going to be like game after game after game, like which has become their standard now. It's like, and you leave that thing like, oh God, yeah. Like, Thank God I own a PS4. Like, <laughs> uh, the, though they may not do it this year because you're like, all right, guys, you, there's too many games coming out. We're just going to show a couple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding. Here's 24 coming out in the next three months. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened to Shuhei? <laughs> too, much, okay. too much Red Bull. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, you have anything else to add on this one, there, bud? Um, no. I mean, I'm obviously we're. I'm very interested to see what they have in store uh, at E3 because, yeah, I'm not sure. It's going to be very interesting E3. I have a feeling. Yeah. Uh, all right, what else happened? Um, no, that was it. That's that's one thing I was thinking for last. So, if you have anything else that we want to talk about, Let's see, I have a few things. Recently, Marvel Heroes Omega was announced. Which okay, that. don't no sell it like that. God damn. <laughs> No, this is a tra- – oh, you don't watch trailers. That's why you don't know about it. Oh. Uh, but this is – I don't think this – this is not the Avengers game that's coming from Square Enix. Oh. But essentially, it's going to be a free-to-play game, which means a lot of- – Oh, so you'll know it's – you know it's good. Yeah, I mean, the the trailer showed Loki you know, sort of recreating the attack from the first Avengers film and him giving this big speech, like, who are you, what are you going to do to stop me? And the camera turns, and there's Star-Lord, who just says, you and me, one-on-one, they starts dancing. And it's like, surely you can't be serious. And then, of course, the screen fills up with superheroes. And then this big clash comes. Uh, we see, like, quite a few things, including Deadpool, the X-Men, all of them. Uh, we see various uh, Marvel superheroes, especially ones we've seen from the MCU. We've seen, and quite a few uh, different characters all there, which... Uh, it's going to be free to play, and I'm guessing the things that you buy are either other characters or costumes for other characters, because that's the end thing. Like, you know Iron Man's going to have at least 50 at launch or something like that. <laughs> but anyway, that's going to be a thing, so uh, look forward to that. Please look, yep. please look please. forward to Marvel Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And uh, let's see here. Got uh, the shot of Parker and Lucky after their epic confrontation, ready to go on Twitter, which we'll post <laughs> as soon as this uh, show posts. Uh, that was the only one I could remember to grow. Oh, wanted to talk a little bit about a game that uh, we've been hearing more and more news about, which Joe has no idea what it is. And I'll apologize in advance because at some point I'm probably going to call it The Purge, but it's called The Surge. <laughs> okay. Not after the energy drink. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you guys may have seen some uh, footage about it. They, I believe, they showed it a little bit of it at E3 last year, and uh, it's actually coming out in May, which is already starting to get full of games to get because, of course, you got Injustice Two, which is like a must get in my opinion, and you've got Prey Two, which uh, not so much on my end, but uh, it looks interesting. And then you got the Surge, and uh, the thing about the Surge to give you the elevator pitch in one sentence it it's kind of like uh did you ever see the film elysium the one with matt damon uh no 
Like, uh, if you remember commercials for a movie where it was Matt Damon in, inside of some kind of tech suit where he was, like, fighting with <laughs> other people in mech suits and what have you, that you're like, the, it's essentially that meets Dark Souls. It's, or to put it more easily, <laughs> a futuristic Dark Souls. It's, finally, another, finally, a, a soul style game. Yeah, a souls like Joe. It's a genre. <laughs> we need to come up with a better name, but it's a genre. Uh, it looks interesting because, you know, all of these games previously are mythic, are usually in a mythical or like a knights and dragons style uh, uh, environment all the time, even with Neo and uh, Lords of the Fallen and even Bloodborne to some extent. It was all like the same style kind of. This is the first one where it's futuristic because, you know, you, basically you play this dude who applies for a job at this at this futuristic company to try to rebuild the earth. And on your first day, you get into your suit and then you black out. And when you come to, like everyone around you is dead, still in their mech suits, of course. And uh, you're trying to figure out what the hell happened. So pretty much like Dark Souls and all that, you know, you just sort of like walk into the field and, hey, sh things have gone to hell. <laughs> uh, the interesting thing about this one, aside from being in a mech suit and it being all futuristic and whatnot, is its way of uh, in leveling you up. Because uh, there is, like, as far as I know, there is no, like, proper levels, at least as far as I can tell. Actually, I, th I think there are levels, but uh, you gain, like, more and more strength and power by gaining other mech parts that <laughs> you can then steal and then use for yourself. Now, typically, like, if it was Dark Souls, if I wanted, like, a piece of armor, I'd have to find this one enemy kill it, hope that it dropped, but it's not going to, of course. Then respawn it, go kill it again, hope that it drops, but it doesn't, of course. And then maybe by the 20th time, it'll drop the armor, and I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> uh, not so with uh, the Surge. Interesting thing, I mean, how it works is, like, you can, like, when you target an enemy, you don't just target, you know, you usually just target the body, and that's it. Uh, this one, you can actually, like, focus on either leg, either arm, a head, or the chest, even. And uh, when you do battle with it, it uh, depending on what uh, what where you're focusing, it can e be harder or easier to kill it. Because if you're focusing on an area with no armor, it'll be easier to kill, but you're not going to get any armor as, as that because there's none there. So, but if you focus on a piece with armor and you rip it off, then it's there. Like there's no question. There's no like crossing your fingers hoping that the armor piece does drop. It's there, and you can add it to yourself. Or you can add a weapon to yourself, or you can add like a new helmet. So you can sort you. It's kind of Diablo-ish too, where you're basically creating like the ultimate set. And sometimes it's like it has a stronger weapon attached. Sometimes it's something beneficial, like there are lights that are built into it. So when you enter a dark area, you have more light that that you can see. So there's very little been shown of the game so far, but I like what I see so far. So. If it sounds like something that might be interested to you, it's called The Surge. Just YouTube it. There's actually quite a bit of footage out there. Like IGN, I think it's their first for right now, or was one of them. And they've got like a two-hour live stream going that they did and recorded up there. So you can see a good, nice little piece of the game there. Mm. All right, Joe, that's all I got. All right. All right, well, folks, that does it for this news update of the Firmware Update, episode 190. Thank you so much for listening in. If you like what you heard, well, you can follow us on Twitter, 
P.S. Mouth for me, Wallace 23 for Joe, and at the firm up for the show. But if you want to keep up on all the latest episodes and whatnot, there are many ways to do that. If you have an Apple device, awesome. Just go to the podcast app, look us up. Hey, there we are. Hit subscribe and you're good to go. And please give us a five-star review and something written that really helps us out. If you have an Android device, don't worry. We're available on such apps such as Stitcher Radio. And we highly recommend an app called Pocket Cast where you can download as well as stream us whenever you want to. You can also follow us on our own site, thefirmup.com, where you can download each and every episode as they come, as well as see articles written by Joe Garcia. Also, we have a Facebook page, too, which, uh, do us a favor, just head over there and give it a like. It helps get the word out about the show and helps us out tremendously. And we also post each and every episode as they come out from the site itself. And Joe, is there anything else I'm missing? Uh, no. All right. <laughs> Very thorough there on that now. <laughs> Folks, we will see you next time on the update. All right. Take it easy. Later. Mm-hmm.